Alright, Angus and Dave here. I am Dave and he is Angus. I'm Angus and he's my bitch. Right, well we're back in the studio here in Spokane. Dave's my bitch studios. Right, and Angus is in the mood. It's moonshine o'clock, bitch. Well today we're gonna read some of your emails. I'm gonna teach you about the legend of Long John Silvers. And we've got a couple top fives. We're gonna alf the fuck out of a movie. Yeah, a newer movie. A hidden gem that you will thank us for finding. Yeah, plus Angus has a bedtime story that he tells his kids is just fucking. It's fucking fantastical. All this and more on the, the Dave, Dave and Angus Show. It's Learn, learn some words from your buddies, Dave and Angus bitches. Learn, learn some words, gonna teach your words, Angus time, yeah. Right, well, welcome to the segment, Learning New Words. I hate it. Right, well, the idea is that we're gonna learn some words that maybe we've never heard of and like, hear about the history of it. I hate that. Right, well, Angus threw a fit that I get my own segments. So. I'm here to appropriate and shorten it. Right, well, I was gonna teach you a word, but... And Angus is known for making up words, Dave. Well, Fantasticalationist, well, mantastical, well, cheese bump and cheese bumpationals. Whatever. I've decided since we're doing this little whatever the fuck you're doing. Learning new words. I thought I would give you the word of the day. Right, but in the future, you're going to allow me to do this segment. <laughs> if you promise. <laughs> right, but in the future, we'll like learn words together and figure out shit. Dumb. Here's the word of the day. Ready? I guess. That's a new Angusism called Fundered. Fundered. F-U-N-D-E-R-E-D. Fundered. Maybe it's F-U-N-D-E-R-D. I don't know. You don't even know how to spell your word. I am but a conduit for the genius juices, Dave. Oh, my God. Fundered. Definition. To waste money in such a way as to be considered like a bureaucrat in the government and or government spending. Fundered. Yeah, you combine the word funds. Right. And that's like money. I know that. And you give it the vibe of plundered. Right. And that's stealing, Dave. Right. And you think about the essence of blundered because, you know, government. Right. And the erd part at the end kind of makes me think of turd, which also makes me think of government. Okay. So fundered. Yeah. You sure fundered the fuck out of that, Dave? Right. Well, this has been Learning New Words with Dave and Angus. See if you can find me using the word of the day somewhere in this episode. That's not a word, Angus. Go funder yourself, Dave. Top with monkeys in them. Yeah. Monkeys. Top five. David Angus top five. For you. For you. Now, while Angus was busy going through the movies that need to be aft, yeah. I noticed something crazy about the 90s, Dave. What's that? We were out of our fucking minds over monkeys and movies in the 90s, Dave. Okay. I'm not kidding. I did the math. 27% of all movies made in the 90s had monkeys in them. What? Dude, it's nuts. Congo in 95. Outbreak in 95. Spike from the Ace Ventura movies in 94. Mighty Joe Young in 98. Please don't just start randomly listing movies. Underground in 95. Here we go. Remember that crazy-ass movie, Ed, in 96 that ruined that dude from Friends career? Not really. There was a movie called Monkey Trouble in 94. Dr. Doolittle in 98. Right, can we just do this stupid list? No. Dave does not respect this top five. Right, top five movies with monkeys in them. This is important shit, Dave. Right, well, can we get it over with? God damn, I'm just saying the 90s, man. Monkeys. Right, so Angus asked Tim to go find a list of all the movies with monkeys in them, mm. and then we chose the movies that we could find tolerable. What? I, I found some good no, ones. I'll admit there are some good ones, yes. Well, why are you harshing on the monkey list? Yeah, because I know how these things turn out with you. What you talking about, Dave? They just always go in, you know, some kind of weird direction. Yeah. So I'm expecting that this time. Alright, bitch, what's your number five? Well, there's a movie called Every which way but loose with uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, Dave throwing down. Oh, and Angus really approves that one. Clint Eastwood and monkeys? Fuck yeah, Dave. Yeah, I watched that with my dad one time on TV, I think, and there was a sequel. I think it's called Any Which Way You Can. It's a can't miss hit if you put a Hollywood action star in with a monkey, Dave. Everyone knows that. No. Alright, whatever. I like your number five. Clyde was the monkey's name, by the way. You're really into monkey movies. I feel like I've seen every single one on the list that Tim gave us. No way. There were like Bonzo, Bedtime for Bonzo. You saw that? That might be the only one on the list I never saw. No, that was actor Ronald Reagan in like 19. 
1951. Yeah, but my mom would always say that shit to me. Bedtime for Bronzo. Right. And I'd be like, the name's Angus, bitch. Yikes. All right, so the rules in this thing were like, you know, it could be the star of the movie or it could have just a really important yeah. cameo. I didn't really understand the rules to this. Your favorite monkeys in movies, Dave. Right, and then I mentioned BJ and the Bear. That's fucking TV, Dave, and that's a whole other animal. Right, whatever. What's your number five? Well, very few times in modern films have they used monkeys properly. Okay. But in the more recent film, Hangover 2, Chainsmoking Monkey was done really well. Okay. The Chainsmoking Monkey. That's my number five. What's your number four? Um, okay, well, I think they're guys in a suit, but the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz. Oh, you see, now I'm against that one. Okay. And the reason for that, Dave, is it goes against the monkey's nature. Not only is it flying, which monkeys don't fly. Yeah, monkeys don't chain smoke either. Obviously, some do. Yeah. But it also makes monkeys seem like they're mean, and Dave, they're not mean. We're talking about certain kind of monkeys, if you found them in the wild, would beat you to death with your own arms. I'm talking about professional monkeys like chimpanzees. A chimpanzee would probably happily beat you to death. Whatever. What, my number four is that little monkey from fucking Ace Ventura, Spike. Yeah, he's a little cutie. Well, he's professional. He's not beating anybody to death with their own whatever. He's a capuchin monkey. He's, uh, you know, a lot smaller. That monkey was like everywhere in the 90s. He was in Outbreak, too, I think. That was the same kind of monkey. Whatever, bitch. What's your number three? Well, it was the Moon Watcher from uh, Space Odyssey 2001. Oh, the monkeys with the bone or whatever? Yeah, it's the main monkey, you know, looking at the obelisk. You would list the most Atanamuli movie of all fucking time, Dave. Yeah, I mean, it's a fucking mindfuck of a movie. It definitely messed with me. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. You know, Angus, you do kind of give me a Howl vibe from time to time. Yeah, for you youngins that haven't seen that movie, Howl's like a robot or something. Yeah, and he says Dave quite a bit in the movie. Yeah, Dave. All right, so we're on to your number three, I think. Right. Okay, so it's the reboots of the Planet of the Apes shit. Right. It's that Caesar monkey. Fuck me, man. Yeah, those were really well made. I mean, I was pretty sure you couldn't beat the Marky Mark version of Planet of the Apes, but God, God damn. I'm not a big fan of Planet of the Apes. I like the first one. What, with Charleston Heston? I got fond memories as a kid watching that with my dad. Yeah, my dad never forgave Charleston Heston for not liking guns enough, you know. Okay. All right, we're cruising right along. Caesar from Planet of the Apes, that's my number three. What's your number two? Uh, my number two comes from the animated movie Aladdin from 92, I think. All right. Man, the monkey was Abu. Dude, Disney went fucking hard on little monkey side characters during like that whole period. Oh, yeah. yeah there was Abu in 92. Yeah. There was King Louie from the Jungle Book in 94. Oh, yeah. And then the lovably strange Ratiki from Lion King and whatever the fuck year that came out. That was also 94. I'm telling you, they went fucking hard on monkeys in the 90s. Is that why you have a hard on for monkeys now? I don't appreciate that turn of phrase, Dave. That's a legit question. I think maybe this might have influenced why you like monkeys so much. Monkeys are fucking awesome. What do you think the Atanamuli wants me to like monkeys? No, they're just trying to distract me, Dave. Okay. Distract me with things I like, which are monkeys, because they're funny. Right, well. You gotta pull the sheep of wool from up off your sheep of lies, Dave. Right, so Abu from Aladdin. That was my number two. I thought that movie was great. He was funny. Uh, number two for you. Well, my number two is an underrated classic. Okay. And while it wasn't part of the 90s craze of monkeys in Hollywood, right. which is a longstanding tradition. Now, Hollywood's always been obsessed with monkeys. Yeah, but not like the 90s. But my number two, Dave. Yes. This movie came out and was kind of the start of the early aughts insurgency of monkeys in Hollywood. Okay. The fucking aughts went nuts on monkeys too, Dave. Please don't just start listing movies. All them night at the museums, Dave. Remember that monkey? I do. His name was Dexter, like the serial killer. Okay. Plus there's a monkey in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Curious fucking George, George of the Jungle. Yeah. There was Monkey Bone with Brendan Fraser. Right, that's a couple monkey movies. You'd think monkey movies would have solidified him in Hollywood goddamn royalty, but no. Right, well, he's doing fine now. Even Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back had a fucking monkey in it, Dave. Okay. Adam Sandler was throwing monkeys in his movies. 2006's Grandma's Boy had a big old monkey in it. Right. All this to say. In a sea of fantastic monkey movies, my number two is a monkey movie classic. Okay, okay, what is it? Well, it goes by multiple names, Dave. It came out in 2000. It could be MVP. Sometimes people call it that, but also it's called Most Valuable Primate. Most Valuable Primate. Yeah, it's about a monkey that plays hockey. Oh, boy. It's from the makers of Airbud. Remember that shit? Yeah. It's 93 minutes of pure monkey playing hockey goodness, Dave. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sure it raked it in at the box office. Yeah, it was considered a catastrophic flop and destroyed the Airbud Entertainment Company. Okay, but you love it. I don't know how you fumble the ball when you got a monkey and you got hockey and you just, I mean, what do you do? I'll tell you what I'm not going to do is ever watch that movie. Yeah, calm down, Dave. Yeah, yeah, all right. Honorable mentions. You ready? Yeah, I'm not sure I'm done singing the praises of MVP, Most Valuable Primate. 
that Dave right so my honorable mention would be Zika from the Planet of the Apes the original that was an actor in a suit Dave well you picked Caesar from Planet of the Apes whatever I'll give you your bullshit I don't care and then also was uh, Ratiki from Lion King alright decent choice yeah yeah blah 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 what's your honorable mention well I've got three the little monkey from Indiana Jones and the like, whatever Raiders of the Last Ark Lost Ark yeah, that shit made me want to get one of them monkeys Brian. yeah you and half the kids that saw that movie but then also uh, Harry from Harry and the Henderson that's a Bigfoot and a guy in a suit you weren't listening when I explained the very specific rules yeah. which make this so it works for me and not for you no, and then my last honorable mention I saw the shit in the theaters in 95 Dave okay. uh, Amy Good Gorilla no, the movie Congo yeah, all I remember is Amy Good Gorilla okay and we're finally to the end of this thing fuck my number one movie with monkeys in it give us your bullshit Dave it's Kong from King Kong it's the oh. monkey from King Kong shit what number one Dave that's probably the most famous monkey of all time what alright here's the number one you ready nope the most famous alright it's Dunstan Checks In from 1996 that's a movie Dave Max I remember I had a good cast fuck yeah I did Pee Wee Herman was in that shit right so Dunstan checks in as your favorite monkey movie of all time yeah didn't John claude Van Damme do a monkey movie or something god I hope so um, let us know internet yeah all right that's enough of this shit Robert monkeys top five David Angus top five favorite TV channels of all fucking time top five David Angus top five for you All right, me and the Dave have been asked to produce a top five list of our favorite Atanamuli fucking propagandized stations from the TVs. Nope, just favorite TV channels of all time. Same thing. Yikes. But I watch like Hulu and fucking Netflix and shit now. Right. But those don't count on this list. Nope. This list is kind of dumb. Nope. Well, right then. What's your dumb number five, Dave? My number five favorite channel is uh, PBS. Oh my God. What? Damn it, Dave. What? What's wrong with that? Well, a, it's funded by the federal government. Well, like a tiny percent. Well, the government never gave money to the Playboy channel. God damn it. We had some good interviews, Dave. I've always appreciated Nova and, you know, Sesame Street and things like that. Uh, I'm disappointed, but not surprised. Yeah. Number five from Angus. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. The CW. Really? Yeah, one word. Yeah. Supernatural. I like that show. I know that sounded like two words, but I think that's one word. They get it. I don't think I know any other shows on that channel, though. I don't watch any of that shit, but it doesn't matter. Supernatural, Dave. All right, I get your vibe. Dean Winchester's Angus's Man Crush, Dave. Yeah, I know. You've said that before. I'm a loud one, Dave. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. All right, give me your number four. All right, I find myself watching a lot of food stuff. Mainly chip-based. I wish, but it's the Food Network. All right, and Angus likes food. Yeah, I find myself watching way more things on YouTube, though, but whatever. In the spirit of what the fuck yeah. we're doing here. The food Network. All right, we're cruising through this. Number four for me, Dave, Skinamax. Skin, Skinamax. Cinemax. No, Cinemax was terrible, but late night, Skinamax. Yeah, that was pre-internet porn. It was softcore, frustrating, poorly acted shit, Dave. Yeah. But it made many a boy into a man at that time. Yeah, we're a really sad species. Yeah. Red Shoe Diaries. Remember that shit? Yeah, that was actually on Showtime, I think. But Dave remembers that shit. I was just at the right age for that to impact me. Man, when I hit puberty. Oh, here we dude, go. I smuggled a little tiny TV into my bathroom and unplugged the cable box, dude and stole it from my parents' TV and put it into my bathroom, Dave. Uh, Angus was a dedicated masturbator. Skinamax, Dave. Again, Red Shoe Diaries was showtime. Eat shit, Dave. Right, so moving along, my number three is a tie. We talked about this shit, man. Man, I ignore you most of the time, but it's TV oh. land slash Nick at Night. All right, they are basically the same thing. Yeah, it's classic TV show rerun. It's amazing how the older you get, the more your brain craves nostalgia. Yeah, it does seem to. Our brains suck. Well, there's ample studies that show nostalgia is comforting. That's how the Atanamuli gets you, Dave. Right, but Nick at Night? Yeah, you're drinking your warm milk, watching Mr. Ed or Home Improvement. Mr. Ed. And then Bam, jackboot on the face of humanity forever, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, what's your number three? Well, now that I've been re-educated about the Red Shoe Diaries, I had to make some quick changes, and I put Showtime number three. Because your dedication to masturbation? Yeah. Right, so we'll just move over to my number two would be MTV. Really? Yeah, when we were growing up, it was a music video radio station. Yeah. And it also gave us things like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> yeah. All that liquid TV stuff. And it was one of the very first to give us reality TV, which kind of yeah. became. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, that's super insightful. Thanks, Dave. When I was growing up, MTV's cultural impact by playing music videos was huge. Yeah. 
after school we would go to your house and watch MTV like all fucking day. Yeah, damn, I think we might have sucked back then. Whenever MTV playing music videos was very cool, and I, that would be my number two. All right, my number two. Here we go. Yeah. It's a history channel. <laughs> right. It's where the Atanamuli tells on itself. Okay. Because they know nobody's watching the fucking history channel, Dave. Right. Nobody gives a fuck about history, Dave. You know how I know that? Because mm. we keep doing the same fucking things over and over again, Dave. Never learning our lesson ever. You know that, Dave? Yeah, I've noticed that. So the Atanamuli tells on their motherfucking selves on the history channel. Okay, how so? They've had David Icke on the history channel, Dave. Just saying shit. Right. Ancient aliens, Dave. Right. They heard an episode of that shit with David Icke talking about the reptiles on national TV, Dave. Angus, Angus, Angus. Remember all them Hitler documentaries they did in the 90s and early aughts? That's what I think of when I think of the History Channel. It's just kind of like, wow, that's a lot of World War II stuff. All Nazis, though. It was all Nazis all the time. Right. History Channel's got Nazis on the brain, Dave. Oh, boy. And you've extrapolated that into... The people that run the History Channel are alien Nazis, Dave. Mm. Seek your heart, Dave. You know it's true. Sometimes I hate doing this show with you. Oh, but my theories, Dave. So my number one would be uh, Ty. We're talking about this shit, Dave. There's a Cartoon Network and Adult Swim. I'll allow it. Oh, thank you, Your Grace. A lot of common ground in our friendship has been based on animated things. Now, video games and cartoons, basically. If you had to pick one, Cartoon Network or Adult Swim, which one would you pick? Mm, which era? Oh, nerdy. Okay. Just overall. I'm no comment. Dumb. All right, my number one. You ready? You ask me that every week, and I always say no. Oh, shit. We forgot to do our honorable mentions, Dave. No, mine was Nickelodeon and the Major League Baseball oh, Network. Fucking kiss ass, Dave. What? I love Nickelodeon growing up. I'm talking about the baseball thing. They already gave you fucking mm. tickets to all the fucking baseball stadiums, yeah. and you're dragging my ass to all of them. Fucking mm. goddamn, what more do you want, Dave? What? I just like baseball. <sighs> but I'm allowed to like fucking baseball. You better hope I never get to be king, Dave. What? You're going to abolish baseball because I like it? I'm going to replace it with cricket. Yeah, yeah. What are your honorable mentions? Spice Channel. Yeah. Dedicated masturbator. When I found out that shit existed, then that you could possibly tap into it with your fucking little ear things with the little fucking antennas. Right. I, one time I saw a boob, Dave. Okay. I jerked off to so much TV static. Yikes. I'm afraid to hear what your number one is. Oh, God. It's the most obvious. You're kind of like betraying all of humanity by not putting it on your list. It's obvious. Okay. Uh, fucking the home box office, Dave. Oh, yeah. HBO. Do, 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 did you know that song was composed in a CIA lab? What? As part of Project Mockingbird. What? That shit was designed to inspire you. To what? To not fight the scum. Okay. And it also triggered a few Manchurian candidates and like a couple folks that were like, oh, I must kill the queen. I never know what you're talking about. I remember every time I would stay in a hotel when I was a kid, like my parents would be like, oh, they got HBO. And I'd be like, fucking, I'm going to learn new things about words and boobs and killing guys. Right. A lot of times my mom would say, hey, Angus, you got to look away now. And I wouldn't. Right. I'd cover my eyes and shit, but I'd peek, Dave. Right. Well, that was our top five all-time TV channels. Out of a list that Tim gave us. Yeah, I've always liked the sci-fi channel, too. I've seen you watch the Weather Channel. I've watched the Weather Channel, yeah. And then that 24-hour birdhouse-making channel. Home and Garden TV. I don't know. You watch dumb shit, Dave. Yeah, yeah. We'll be right back after these messages. Oh, hey, dude, what are you doing? Oh, hey, Jake from State Farm. Dude, what are you doing with that plant? Oh, gratifying myself sexually. You're uh, sexing up a plant? Yeah. In a commercial for insurance? Oh, marketing team says it's working. I'm, I'm just supposed to stand here? Here, put out your hands. No. Like a good neighbor, we'll trade your chickens for goats. Well, it's nice to have everybody around the table for once. Whatever. Uh, you don't talk to your mother like that. You're not my real dad. Oh, fuck, here we go. Let's just enjoy this dried... Dry crap your mother made for us. Okay, take it out on me. Well, it's just so very dry. Well, I mean, do you hate me? Do you want a divorce? Right. Is this because I don't know what a clitoris is? Well, no. Actually, it's because I forgot the gravy. Here. What's this? That's just something I picked up at the store. This isn't our usual gravy. Just eat the gravy, Ron. Fuck. It sounds like somebody wants to sweep out the garage. Fuck you, no, Ron. Honey, please stop. He started it. Oh, let's get back to this gravy. That's just something the lady at Costco sold me. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, spicy. Yeah, it's made by werewolf water. Wait, what? Yeah, werewolf water, the energy drink. Oh, I love werewolf water. What is that, like Red Bull? Oh, it's more like Whipple. What, the carbonated pee of podcast host? Oh, it's just a little pick-me-up, you know? Maybe I thought it'd give us a pick-me-up. Well, it tastes kind of viscous. It's new werewolf water gravy. Oh, oh God. Honey, what is it? Is there a full moon? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Honey, no. And now back to your favorite thing, me. Dude, it's me. Movie reviews... Movie reviews, movie reviews from David Angus to you. Movie reviews, fucking they're real good too. I watched a movie for you, listen to me. Let the alfing begin. All right, Dave, I'm excited for this one. This was a good one. Dave and I are movie reviewing Sergeant Stubby, an American hero. I was listening to the Just a Ride podcast. Here on the Scatcast Network. And Shaden brought up Sergeant Stubby. Holy fuck. It's a cool story about a dog. Who joins the military and saves the world. Well, it goes through a lot of crazy adventures, a lot of them true, apparently. Allegedly. Anyway, Angus and I both thought it was pretty good. Shit. Well, Angus is about to overreact for all this. This is like a low-budget animation movie, dude. I thought this was going to suck balls. I did, too. But it's fucking tight. Right, it's at two. 2018 family animation movie. It's 84 minutes of tear-and-jerking Eye of the Fucking Beagle. It is pretty emotional. And it's, instead of a beagle, it's a Boston Terrier. Yeah, man, it's a feel-good movie. Oh, it makes you feel. That's starring the voices of Logan Lerman. No fucking idea who that is. He starred in the Percy Jackson movie. Still no idea. Right, well, he doesn't know who you are either. Dude is missing her. Right, it's also narrated by Helen Bonham Carter. It's also starring Gerard Depardieu, Dave. Yeah, he plays a great character. And this movie bombed hard at the box office. Well, if it was a big-budget movie, I would say yes, but it only cost $25 million dollars. Yeah, but it only made five. Yeah, but there's lots of ways to make money in movies It's now. a shame because this should be a top movie for everyone. It really is a very palatable way to learn about World War One. Right? My only complaint is they didn't make the dog talk. I'm so glad they didn't have a talking dog in this movie. I waited the whole movie for the dog to say something and didn't fucking say shit. That was a wise decision. Now, spoiler alert, dog don't talk. Right. Well, it's based off a true story about a Boston Terrier that got adopted on a military base. And then snuck on a ship. And went off to war. And melts your fucking heart. Yeah. And they're planning sequels for this dog because after he came back a war hero? Yeah, like about as legit a war hero as you could be. Yeah, and then the dog went on to be in like vaudeville and meet presidents and do parade shit. Right, so they're gonna make more. Yeah, Sergeant Stubby 2, be on the lookout for that shit. Yeah, and I guess there's also an animated series. Coming soon or something. Right. But it really is a shame this movie's not well known and you know what happened to it. Well, it was a low budget film and it couldn't compete with the other movies. Yeah, the Avengers killed it, Dave. Well, and Rampage and they released that movie Isle of Dogs which was also an animated dog movie. Right. At the same fucking time so Sergeant Stubby and American Hero had to suffer. Well, the good news is you can watch it anytime you want. I'm mad at the Avengers and Rampage in that Isle of Dogs movie, Dave. That was a crazy movie. Oh, crazy movie your face. How many scores did you give this thing? How many scores? Or rhubarbs or whatever? I gave this movie four and three quarter stars. Right, stars, whatever. Yeah, so it was one of my favorite movies I've seen in a long time. Right, well, and what did the Rotten Tomato folk give it? Well, the critics gave it an 89%. Shit. And the audience score is 92%. Shit, that's better. That's about where I'm at. Whatever, it's time for an Angus to do some science. Alfing some shit. Gonna alf some movies. So everyone knows the science. Dave. All right, here we go. April 2018, Sergeant Stubby, an American hero. Preparing to be off. Yeah. By a dipshit. Shut your piss receptacle, Dave. Here we go. Here we go. First alf. Does it make sense to an Angus? I feel like it did. Dave, you feel correctly. Okay. That's just easy to follow. I would say so. Even without a talking dog. Thank fuck they didn't make a talk. Debatable. It's based on a true story. Fuck a talking dog. Whatever. We got 1.0 alfs. Okay. Number two. Number two. Did Sergeant Stubby, an American hero, engage an Angus continually? And the answer is. Fuck yeah, it did. All right. A cute dog plus explosions and shit. Yeah. And so much roller coaster emotionals. Yeah. So I award 
the full ALF, bringing us to 2.0. Two for two. Stop being balling my ALF scores, Dave. Okay. Number three, doesn't Angus give a fuck about the characters? I think that's pretty obvious that yes. If I was a man who got tattoos, I'd tattoo Sergeant Stubby on my ass. Odd. Also, I cared about Gerard Depardieu's character. Right, yeah, yeah. But I award the full ALF for 3.0. All right, perfect so far. Number four, and this is a big one. Okay. Did Sergeant Stubby and American Hero stimulate and Angus's emotionals? It certainly did. Yeah, you were there, Dave. You blubbered your way through the movie. When that dog does that salute, oh, I'm getting choked up right now. His emotionals were super stimulated. Oh, and yours weren't? Oh, I turned up a few times. Yeah, like a bitch. <sighs> but goddamn, do I award the full 1.0. Oh, right, so that's four ALFs. 4.0 ALFs, yes. And then for the fifth ALF. Wouldn't Angus recommend and or watch again? And? As soon as it was over, I watched it again. Right. And I'm telling cunts about it right now. So I'm imagining another full ALF. Well, you imagine correct, Dave. 5.0 ALFs. Yeah, yeah. Which triggers the bonus tense of ALFs. Um, ALF chunks. Yeah, for the first ALF chunk of point one, yeah, yeah. did Sergeant Stubby and American Hero make an Angus lose control of his emotionals in front of Chitrin's Dave? You blubbered your eyes out. Fuck them kids, point one ALF. Right, so 5.1. Right, for the next ALF nugget, right. did this movie make an Angus want to call people? And? Nothing makes an Angus want to call people, but I texted the fuck out of people. Right. So another tenth of an ALF is awarded. 5.2 ALF. And that brings us to the most important of the ALFage. Right. Did Sergeant Stubby and American Hero make an Angus want to punch a baby in his face with glee? I hate being associated with you. After I finished this movie and before I started it over again, no. I stalked the neighborhood looking for a fresh baby. Right, right, right. So you award the point. ALF chunk awarded. So 5.3 ALFs, perfect movie. It's so perfect, and also I can watch it with my children, so it gets a special little Sergeant Stubby cluster. 5.3 with Sergeant Stubby cluster. Okay. This is better than Citizen Kane, Dave. Is it? I think it tops Under Siege 2, Dave. Uh, probably by a lot, yeah. It might even out-ALF Time Cop, Dave. It is far superior to Time Cop. I'm gonna throw this out there, Dave. Oh, boy. I recommend this movie more than anything I've recommended in the history of an Angus's career. All right. This movie is fucking ice walls to me, Dave. It's a dog movie about a- I cried for 84 minutes, Dave. All right, get your hands off me and sit down. I'm sorry. This was a- It's a dog movie. It's a special emotional time. Yeah. yeah. I hope you guys will take the time to watch the movie. I found it free on YouTube. 5.3 Alfs with a Sergeant Stubby Cluster. All right. And now on to something else. It's Angus Blackburn Conspiracy All right, Dave, you ready to have your shit blown out and fucking rebuilt and then blown out again and then probably rebuilt again? What in the fuck are you talking about? I got to teach you about a conspiracy that I've been obsessing about for the last couple weeks. I don't have to get on a boat again, do I? No, Dave, this conspiracy is about Long John Silvers. Oh, God. You know there's one in Spokane? Well, there used to be. Right? Because who the fuck goes to Long John Silvers? I've been there before. The fuck you have, no one has. I mean, no one has. Of all the things that have ever been uttered in the history of uttering things from a human mouth hole, right. you know what's never been mouth hole? What? Damn, this Long John Silvers is busy. Okay. Because they don't want to be busy, Dave. You want to know why? Oh, I imagine you'll take it to aliens or something. We'll get there when we get there. Fuck. Now, the story of Long John Silvers is quite interesting and rather terrestrial. Well, that's a relief. Hashtag not all. And there goes the relief. Now, the Long John Silvers Company was founded in Kentucky, Dave. Lexington, Kentucky. All right. When the man to found it was a man named Jim Patterson. All right. The year was 1969, and he was a hippie, Dave. He was? I don't fucking know. Probably not. Yes. He would be later. Follow me here. I'm following. So this motherfucker started his business as a hamburger business. Okay. But he looked around and said, hey, fucking nobody's doing fast food fish. I'm going to do it. Okay. So he a name from Treasure Island or some shit. Right, the book. They made a book out of that movie? Yeah. And he opened his first Long John Silver's and nobody gave a fuck, Dave. Okay. People didn't want fried garbage, so they wanted cheeseburgers. Okay. And so Jim struggled and he was sad. I don't believe any of this. But at the same time, a man named Johnny Boone came around. Johnny Boone? And Johnny Boone was the son of a moonshiner. Okay. He liked fast cars and putting his penis in things. What? And after he had mastered the moonshine business, he thought, fuck, I'm gonna get into pot. Oh. And old Johnny Boone started what's known as a cornbread mafia. The cornbread mafia. And it was the 70s day of those cunts sold a fuckload of dank. All right. And after a while, 
they got way too big to be able to fucking launder their money through normal shit. Normal shit. You know, bribing senators, laundromats, and whatever. Right. So just out of sheer luck, Johnny Boone was passing by the one and only Long John Silvers that was falling apart. Yeah. And he went in and he had some chicken and fish and it made him puke and he was like, fuck, this place is fucked. Oh, right. And he went into the back room and he grabbed fucking Jim. Jim Patterson. The fucking Jim in the story, Dave. Okay. And Johnny Boone grabbed old Jim and he said, listen here, bitch, I'm gonna start selling pot through your stores. I'm gonna start funneling money through it and we're gonna open thousands of these bitches. No, he didn't. And Jim was like, fine, I like pot. Yeah, this did not happen. And old Johnny Boone and his cornbread mafia started pumping money into Long John Silver. Okay. There's over a thousand stores in this country, Dave. God damn, that's a lot. And for decades, the American people ignored Long John Silver's restaurants. Right. Almost falling off the map in the 80s, the 90s, the aughts, and yesterday. Okay. But for decades, the drugs ran through there. Yikes. But somewhere between 1987 and 1991, the FBI looks into Nab and Boone. Oh, Johnny Boone. And eventually they get him. Right. But you can't cut the head off a snake when it's a fucking Hydra, Dave. Right. Multiple heads. The cornbread mafia continues to this day, Dave. Right. And due to the legalization of marijuana state by state, they've started to close stores in those states. I'm Dave. pretty sure they closed the one in Spokane because nobody goes to that fucking place. It's a perfect front for a nationwide criminal organization. Right. I've had their food before. It's actually pretty good. Oh, shit, Dave. No, they're pretty good. Dude, that company's never even advertised. Have you ever seen an advertisement for Long John Silver's? Yeah, they lost millions of dollars on a lost in space toy tie-in. That's what they want you to think. That's money laundering, Dave. Right. Well, I like to go in there on September 19th. It's talk like a pirate day. The fuck you say? Well, I'll give you like a chicken tender if you fucking talk like a pirate. Did you hear a goddamn thing I just fucking said about Johnny Boone? Yeah. Cornbread Mafia. Yeah. Long John Silver sells weed to kids, Dave. God damn it, we're moving on. Once again, Angus Blackburn Jr. is going to tell some bedtime stories to his children and probably scar them for life. And if you listen, you know, the same thing could happen to you. So don't say we didn't fucking warn you. All right, you two. You've been to the bathroom, you brush your teethies, you've had glasses of water and milk, respectively. Uh, well, kind of disrespectfully, since you kind of threw that shit. Sorry, How old are you? I'm just I had three jobs by the time I was this minute. Okay. All right, story time. Can mom tell this story? Uh, uh, yes, do this to me every goddamn time. Yep. Your father is here to toughen you up. Okay. Life is pain to exist. Is to suffer. Okay, All right, on that note, you guys want a teddy bear story? Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Once upon a time, there were two brother bears named Jed and Matt. Were they grizzly bears? Sure. Were they big grizzly bears? Once upon a time, there were two big grizzly bear brothers named Jed and Matt. Did they live in caves? No, they lived in Colorado. Now, shut up. Okay. Now, both the brother bears attended Teddy Bear High School. Jed was the oldest, and he was captain of the Teddy Bear football team. Like Tom Brady? Just like Tom Brady. We like Tom Brady. This mm-hmm. house like Tom Brady. That's right, good children. Now, shut the fuck up. Okay, Now, the brother Teddy Teddy bears were busy doing high school teddy bear stuff. But you see, Chetron, the United States of teddy bears was having a hard time as a country, geopolitically speaking. Geopolitically. Yep. Yep. Killing it. Now, after NATO was disbanded and the Soviet bears expanded, the United States of teddy bears was strategically isolated. Yeah. And at the same time, there was revolution in Mexico. Yeah, and so while the brother bears were going about their high school business, they looked out the window and they saw... Unicorn. Soviet paratrooper bears. Paratrooper bear. It was an invasion. And when people started shooting brothers Jed and Matt, and plus Bobby Bear, Danny Bear, Daryl Bear, an aardvark bear fled into the woods, but not before grabbing some snacks and guns. And so from the woods, they watched as their country was invaded. But then they decided to fight little gorilla taxes here and there. And they called themselves a wolverine bears. And they spray painted that shit and yelled it from mountaintops. Wolverine bears, one of them yelled, after killing a bunch of commie teddy bear cunts. They killed him? Oh, they killed him good. There was a little stuffing everywhere. Mm. Little teddy bear body parts all over the place. Mm. And then Jed and Matt's dad got fucking captured. Oh, no. And they find out their mom was killed. Oh, Mama, and that's when they crank their freedom fighting shit up. And they're like, pa, 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 pa. Mm. And they're and then they're like, bah, 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 bah. and the bad guys like, let's get those fuckers. Get your fuckers. Then Danny and Daryl go into the town where the bad guys are, and they get captured and 
shit. But then released. And then they go back to the camp, but then the bad guys come. And they're like, bah, 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 but they get away or something. And then they find this guy, Lieutenant Colonel Andrew Tanner Bear. Andrew Tanner Bear. Yeah, he's an F-15 pilot. Together, the Wolverine Bears and Andrew Tanner Bear, they fuck it up. Fuck this shit. Yeah, fuck this shit. But then, just when things are getting cool, the bad guys find him again. With like a big helicopter or something. It's fucked up. But like, Andrew Tanner Bear dies or something. Then Jed Bear figures out that Danny and Daryl Bear fucking went into town and they got these tracking devices in them and they're like, I gotta kill both of you and I love you. Then they kill Daryl Bear. And he's like, are you reciting Red Dawn? Goddamn, Dave, I didn't even know you were in my house. Hi, you guys. Hi, kids. What the hell are you doing here, Dave? I'm here to record the podcast. Yeah, well, I'm tucking my kids in. Sounds like you're scaring the shit out of them. Right, well, most of the people die and then they get ambushed and then the two brothers die and they're killed hugging each other on a bench. The end. Thanks, dude. Let's go do a podcast. Love you, children. And what do you say to Uncle Dave? Teaching your kids to tell me to eat shit. Yeah, and we'll be right back after these messages. Hi, I'm Scientist from Scatech, and the world is getting fucking dumb. And it's because of the way you act on your phone. So our engineers at Scatech, in conjunction with the military industrial complex, have designed this. What do I do with this? It connects directly to your phone like this. Why? Introducing the Naughty Troll 5000. What? Our patented bad take reduction system comes complete with this crazy concoction of chemicals that sprays you directly in the fucking face. See? What? Try it. Go ahead and threaten that YouTuber's life. No. You know you want to. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you and die. Oh, 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 it well, it's citronella mixed with ghost pepper. Oh, God. But that'll teach you to be a cunt on the internet now, won't no, it? I can't see. It'll wear off in six or seven hours. There's also bear mace in there. Oh. The Naughty Troll 5000 by Skatech. Oh. There's only one way to deal with a troll. I'm not even a troll. Physically harm them. But it's going to take you, their friends and family, to make this happen. Oh, it's in my mouth. Ooh, not to be taken orally. Oh, I lost the tooth. We bought a lot of ingredients from an army surplus store. Oh. For the cunty McCunt face that makes the internet suck for everyone in your life, get the Naughty Troll 5000. Am I going to live? You'll be fine. Why did you do this? Oh, because I'm a psycho. Who would do this to people? Other psychos? Oh. Oh, that's probably just the spider eggs hatching in your eyes. What? Eat the bugs. Now back to this dumb fucking bullshit. Idiots. Time to read some listener mail, baby. Time to read that listener mail, baby. All right, Angus and Dave here. We're walking around downtown Spokane. Man, there's definitely some cool stuff down here. Yeah, and while we check it out, we're going to, you know, check out some listener correspondence. Man, it's been a while. And I've been assured that an Angus doesn't have to endure any questions that are like, why are you a cunt or whatever. I tried to remove those the best I could. Good. And I'm curious to hear you answer some of these. All right, let's hear them, Dave. I definitely want to hear the answer to this one. The answer is no thank you, Dave. Well, the question is, why does Angus say Dave at the end of sentences so much? Well, that's a good question. It is. Does it say the name of the person? Suckasaurus 659. Well, Suckasaurus. First of all, a person's name is their favorite word in the history of words. Um, according to Dale Carnegie. Yeah, so Dave likes that. I do not. And secondly, Dave, like all of us, has a shorter and shorter attention span, so I gotta keep him fucking no. focused. Dave. No, you don't. Look at me, Dave. No. Follow me, Dave. Yeah, damn it. And third is to keep those drinking games action-packed. No, do not do that. Whatever, Dave, Dave, Dave. You're a dick. Yeah. Seriously, no, don't. But the main reason, though, Dave. Yes, Angus. It's because it's how I talk, I think. I don't know. You don't notice that you're doing it. Not till just now. All right, well, thank you for the question. Yeah, hit me with another one. This one says, Dear Dave and Angus. Angus and Dave sounds better. A few episodes ago, you said that every state you went to, you were gonna do open mic. Yeah. But then you have not put any open mics on the show. Yeah. Is that going to happen or what? Mm. Three out of five stars wouldn't change a thing. Right, and who wrote that? Now, their handle is Dan's Nipples 941. Well, Dan's Nipples 941. <laughs> we did do open mics in all the states we've been to so far. Yeah. But Zach is a capitalist pig fucking pig dog. Now we're just going to do a special. Right, but so yeah. Now, not all of them turned out very good, though. Well, I mean, my performances were excellent. I would say your song, You're All Bitches But Me, is, you know, well, yeah. I'm not a crowd pleaser.
teaser. Yeah, we're still working out the bugs on the new material. Yeah, but in the future, we'll have our open mic special. Featuring songs from the States. Right. But until then, shut the fuck up, Dan's Nipples 941. No, thank you for the question, Dan's Nipples 941. All right, I have energy for more. Give me more, Dave. Um, the next question is, what was your favorite food challenge and why? Right, well, I don't remember, like, the names of places. Yeah, mainly because it's drunk all the time. There is that. Yeah, I was getting pretty sad, actually. Don't start with that shit, bitch. Yeah. But there was a place with an X-Wing that was really cool. Yeah, in Florida. I don't. I think I won, didn't I? Nope. I feel like I've had fun in all of the states that I've been to recently. Yeah, we ate awesome in Oklahoma and Ohio. But I'd say it's always fun to follow in Randy Santel's footsteps, man. That guy, he's got good taste buds. He's figuring out the taste buds. Right, so you don't have a favorite? Well, all the ones that I won. Right, he doesn't have a favorite. Next question. Next question. After Minnesota. Oh, this is a face-punching question. Yep, after Minnesota, who punches the hardest? Yeah, we get a lot of these letters that you guys want to rank him. Well, you're doing the study. Right, well, you know what? What? I'm going to tell a story about a man in Idaho. All right. Dave and I are sitting on a fucking bench here in downtown Spokane. I'm like Forrest Gump. He's like my Jenny. <laughs> okay. Well, you could be Lieutenant Dan or Bubba. I'll be your Jenny Angus. Well, here's how this shit go. Right. Now, the second hardest I've ever been punched mm-hmm. was at Silverwood like 10 years ago. Okay. And Silverwood's in North Idaho, so you'd think, oh, Idaho man, second best. Right. That's what I thought. I thought I got my clock cleaned by a fucking Idaho guy. Okay. I think I remember this. Yeah, you were there. It was like the very first Nightlife Network Christmas party or some right. shit. At Silverwood. Maybe it was one of my children's birthdays. I don't fucking know. Okay. But I'm mouthing off to some guy and his children like an Angus do. Exactly how he precisals. Dave gets it. Too often. And I notice when this guy's talking shit back to me. Yeah. He's talking all funny. Oh, yeah. Like kind of Fargo like. Right. Anyway, it sounds kind of Canadian to me, so I call him like a hoser and a maple syrup sucker or something. Like an Angus do. Yeah, and he punched me so fucking hard right in the fucking jaw. Yeah, I just remember the commotion afterwards. Dude, I saw the bottom of my shoes, man. Nice. And everything was fucking slow mo, man. What you doing like a backflip in the air? Exactly. And as I was making my second rotation around, right. I read something like St. Paul Beer League Hockey something. <laughs> and I can't 100% verify it, but I'm pretty sure I got knocked out second hardest by a Minnesota guy also. A double dose of Minnesota. Top two, man. Well, I think people want to know the next one. Well, Santa Claus up at the fucking North Pole kicked my ass pretty good when we were in Alaska. He was a tough man. I've been punched pretty hard several times by octogenarians. It's best not to fuck with older gentlemen. No, all right. Give me another question. Mom, were you saying Alaska's second? No. I'll have to review the footage and we'll we'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay. All right. Give me another question. All right. Here's another. Here's a question for you. How many Toblerones makes you wealthy? Mm. Another part of that question is how many Toblerones per Angus Bucks? Well, Angus Bucks is a social credit system from post-apocalyptica, so that's make-believe, guys. Mm-hmm, right. What's this person's name? Well, their handle is Hogfolk Dogfolk mm. 69. That's odd. Now, we have a lot of time suckers that listen. Well, with inflation, I would say, you know, Toblerones probably equal about 300 to 350 Angus Bucks. Per Toblerone. That's right. And so how many Toblerones is wealthy? Well, and Angus doesn't like to speak about his wealth. Now, they're not asking how many you have. They're asking how many they should have to be considered wealthy. In this economy? Yeah. If you can afford to buy a Toblerone from a hotel and not, like, feel bad about it and, like, kind of insecure and or, like, stress, yeah. you are killing it. Okay, so kind of a low bar. In this economy. So one overpriced Toblerone is wealthy. Your top 4%. All right, here's a question. If you were an animal in high school... What animal would you be? Well, I'd be like a chimera. Okay, so multiple animals. Well, and Angus is like fox smart, <laughs> but obviously with the eye of a beagle. Yeah. But if I had to really pick, it'd be like a horse dick having alligator. Oh, okay. I mean, I can answer for Dave. Dave would be a gravy bear. Yeah, whatever. I, I think in high school, I'd probably be some kind of dog. You know, I'm happy to see it. Always sniffing your own ass. Right, loyal to a fault. Yeah, you pretty much suck, Dave. Right, well, here's another question. How did you get this job? Well, the cream rises to the top, and talent can only be hidden for so no, long. It was nepotism. Yeah, we knew Zach before he was on radio. Yeah. I and mean, he was like, I can't feel fucking two hours a week without you guys. Yeah, we used to do like three minutes segments on his radio show. Best three minutes of his show, though. Right, so again, the answer, nepotism. Yeah, my best advice is to be lucky, losers. Yikes. Uh, just a few more. Hit me with the bullshit, Dave. Oh, here's one. There's mm. a bunch of stuff about the Lilac City Nightmare Band, but they ask oh. us, what's it like living next to the Lilac City mm. Nightmare Band? Are they nice? Oh, shit. Well, Axe is my cousin, and he's very nice. Well, I'll tell you what it's like living next to a fucking death metal band. I wouldn't say they're death metal. Well, I don't think word salad metal is a genre. Right. Well, Dave and I both have houses within the vicinity of their sound waves. Um, I don't mind living by them at all. They pretty much get quiet about 10 
30 or so. Yeah, well past the ordinances allow for, but you know. It definitely gets the dogs barking and it's pretty loud. Yeah, my wife hates it. Right. I and mean, I hate it. Okay. My dog hates yeah, it. None of the dogs are really into it. Into it. Fucking nobody likes it, Dave. I don't mind it. And they're all pretty nice. I mean, one of them is pretty weird. Got a keyboard player gimples, man. What the fuck? Yeah, also their manager's a... He's a, a hell of a car salesman. Yeah, slash maybe a drug dealer. I don't know. What do you want to get sued? I'm just it's kind of a drag because it's not a soundproof place that they play in. Right. And their drummer is very loud. And they're one of those bands that turns their amps up as loud as the dumb fucking yeah, thing yeah. goes for some fucking it's reason. It's all metal, man. Right. Well, to sum it up, it sucks. Yeah, man, would you say they're nice? They suck. Right. Well, here's another question. How do you put up with each other? Shit. I have a contract and uh, Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, I just don't listen to Dave. No, he does not. Also Moonshine. Right. Here's two more. Of all the action stars, who does Angus like the most? Mm. Now you got him thinking. That feels like a future top five. Um, now you're thinking like a capitalist pig dog. Yeah, I don't want to reveal that one yet. I'll get on it, though, unless I forget. Right. So who wrote this? Oh, uh, Suckmaster's Tainage. I'll try and remind him. Yeah, thanks for the message, Suckmaster's Tainage. Tainage. All right. And last question. When is post-apocalyptic a season three coming out? Yeah, and Angus isn't aware of these kind of things. Those mechanationals are like Dave's kind of shit. Right. Well, we've been sitting down, script keeper and I are working on some stuff. Yeah, I've given some notes. Yeah, you want like werewolves in space or something? Yeah, hollow moon base. No, we intended to do three seasons and kind of finalize everything in this one. Will and Angus find his wife right. and save the day mm-hmm. in a hollow moon base fighting zombie werewolves. Yeah, I'm not writing that. Whatever. Are there any more questions? Well, there's lots more. Like, why is Angus such a cunt to you? No. How bad do Angus's feet really smell? That shit's a myth all meant to mislead you. Yeah. Scale of one to ten, like nine, five. It can be pretty punishing. There's not been one rental car person that smiled at us after smelling that shit. Yeah, the pine tree air fresheners don't cut it. No. All right. Well, are, are there any nice fucking questions left? Yeah, yeah, there's questions about, is there going to be a Dave and Angus uh, book? Oh, the poop books? Yeah, the interactive scat books. Fuck yeah, we're going to do like a thousand of them. No, but we're trying to decide whether we're going to do music or do the ice walls. Obviously ice walls. Nah, I'd rather put out music. Oh, you've always hated the ice walls, Dave. No, you're fucking right. You do listen to oh, me. Oh, you Benedict Dave. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for all the letters. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, except for those of you cunts that were calling me a cunt. Yeah, that's the majority. All right, well, I'm getting the fuck off this park bench. I'm getting in the car. I'm driving to the Spokane Valley, and I'm getting me some thrifty Scotsman burgers, Dave. Right. I'm the one that drove here. It's my car. Can we go to Thrifty Scotsman so I can get a thrifty burger, Dave? Yeah. And a super ham. Yeah. And a super bacon. Yeah. And a tub of fries. And a bag of fucking haggis for the day. They don't have haggis. To contact Dave and Angus, email info at scatcast.com. And now it's the end of the Dave and Angus show. Did you call me Ambus? I don't like this. Well, it's better than anus. All right, this is the end of the show, I think. It for sure is. I've got my bag of thrifty Scotsman. Yeah, we've talked a lot of shit. Yeah, we hope you'll check out the Sergeant Stubby movie. Right. And let us know if we missed any movies that have monkeys in them that, you know, should be on the list. You don't have to do that. No, it helps an Angus be thorough, because somebody actually pointed out that, you know, when I was doing my Chuck Norris stuff, I missed sidekicks. I, I don't remember that movie. That's because you suck, Dave. Right, well, thank you for all your emails. Info at scatcast.com. Yeah, we're supposed to have new merch soon, but I don't fucking no, know. It's coming. I don't see Angus Blackburn Jr. Kung Fu Grip action figures, Dave, so I'm not really that satisfied yep. with that fucking all right, attitude. All right, all right, Now, patreon.com helps me pay my legal bills that I fucking accumulate. Yeah, patreon.com forward slash scatcast. Right, and I also recommend going into a Long John Silver's and just kind of let them know you know. Let them no. know that you know. No. Man, until next week, Wolverines. No. Okay, uh, thanks to the script keepers. Wolverines. Thanks to the order of the elder turds. Wolverines. The trusted turd triad of Don, Chris, and Bodie. Wolverines. My PJ and Minnie at the Skycast Reddit. Wolverines. Alan at the garbage disposal. Wolverines. Sad Paul at the Poe. Wolverines. Lucifina Lightbringer, thank you so much for all the things you're doing online. Wolverines. I'm Jose Montez and the crew over at the Jargoneers. Wolverines. Of course, all of you doing all the fun memes in the shitbox. Jake Corvina Reens. Memes are the language of love. In this economy. Yeah, well, thank you to all of you guys that buy merch and do all the stuff, but give us ideas and, you know, help us find places. Wolverine. And a big thanks to all our litter mates and Patreon, and of course the Fat Cats. Matthew Pernar. Lucifina Lightbringer. JK Bro, Jason Kleischer. <laughs> Jasper Garland. And of course the Facebook shitbox wizard, Donald Fisher. Safe travels, Donald and family. Now, and this has been episode 64 of The, the Dave and Angus Show. It's Dave and Angus. It's Dave and Angus. It's Dave and Angus.
Bing, bong, Wolverines.